Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook, and here's why. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings fast, sometimes as quick as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day, Right when you log in, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code extra points so they know I sent you. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal here on a Monday morning. My goodness. Joining me as always, Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti, Eddie Spaghetti, no, it's Eddie Spaghetti, fiddling with the knobs, and my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Fellas, I wish there was something going on. I mean, the only thing I saw yesterday or over the weekend in the news or sports was like the Penguins scored 11 goals, and you know, I got right. down on my knees and I said, please, God, please provide us with a distraction and boy did he she they deliver i know sal can you believe the lakers blew a 23.4 fourth quarter lead i thought this team was supposed to make the playoff we have so much to talk about college basketball went down the final four lakers as martin mentioned trouble in trouble again uh, they've always been in trouble but uh i i only oh only who gives a talk. shit we can talk about sports next week we gotta yes. talk about this chris rock will I, smith it's the only thing happening right did now. you guys i mean I, I feel like this yeah you're right this is the only thing i want to talk about for the next hour now did were you guys watching live like i was yes. or did you catch it? you I were we were martin you were okay so i mean i did you think it was a work or because you know usually all right so when when there's it goes on delay he makes the joke about gi jane will smith is seen laughing then he realized, uh-oh, I should maybe not be laughing because my wife is upset with this. And then, but we don't see that discussion or whatever, that interaction. We, next thing we see is Chris Rock's like, uh-oh, here comes King Richard. And then the slap heard around Hollywood just re- rears back and lays into him. And Chris Rock, his hands never leave his pocket. So I don't know if he connected or he didn't, but Chris Rock, to his credit or whatever, doesn't even go to his face, doesn't even ever touch his face and just as cool as a cucumber, except for the one fumble when he says, all right, I'm going to present the next documentary when he's not really presenting a documentary. He's presenting an award. But we see Will Smith go back, and I, I'm not a good lip reader, but I, I did read his lips and keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth, and then he repeats it a second time. Loud. What the what the hell? What, Bro, what see, happened? What was, was it, Martin? Years and years of watching professional sports has prepared me for this moment yeah. exactly, because I knew it was real. Because after 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 uh, the contact, that first contact, I wasn't sure because it was so loud. It's like I thought he hit him in the microphone. I was like, oh, that that's a little weird. But then when I read Chris Rock's lips and he said, "Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me," I was like, I turned. I was like, yo, this is happening. This is actually real. I was like, yeah. nah, Will Smith really just walked up and Cole and Cole slapped this man. Now, Dave, the important thing to note here, the difference between the mush and the slap is this was open hand and full with follow through, whereas the mush was more of a mush is essentially a slap push. Right. You Mm -hmm. go open hand, but it's a push. 
this Will what Will Smith did to Chris Rock was a cold open hand slap. What did the five? You know what else it was? What it what else it was was completely insane behavior, uh, inexcusable. First of all, the idea that the day after there's still conspiracy theorists. We're we're so lost at sea that everything can be a conspiracy theorist. That there's still people out there who would who would submit that it was a bit. Obviously, right. in the moment, you could tell it wasn't a bit. You could tell it was real. Chris Rock wouldn't break from whatever he's doing to say, uh-oh, as Will Smith is walking towards him. And then they don't cut the audio as they do. They don't hit the audio delay button like they did, and you don't hear what's going on. Obviously, there was no bit. And by the way, there was nothing funny about it inherently. So, so there was no... What What is the uh. upshot from Chris Rock? Like, let's do this completely... Uh, let's do this bit that is completely devoid of comedy. It The whole thing was absurd. Chris Rock took a shot. Uh, Will Smith should be ashamed. And the fact that he didn't apologize while giving his acceptance speech to Chris Rock and instead insinuates that he's yeah. a devil. I don't even know what to say about so him. So the, one the, of the all-time yeah. craziest things ever on TV. Thing. And like the fact that he got to sit there, Martin, like, all right, you, you, you committed this assault in front of hundreds in a room and in front of millions on television and they let you let you sit there like whatever, whether he should be arrested or not is another thing. But no one thinks it's good to get this guy, this lunatic, get him backstage, calm him down in the dressing room. They're, they're confident that there's not going to be an incident with him in the well, next 40 minutes. Like this is really I, 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 I was <laughs> I, I feel look. You already saw what the man did once. If you're going to go back up and say something else about Will Smith, you you really poking the bear at that point. I didn't think he had anything to worry about. I wasn't worried about him. I like, don't know. Amy Schumer, any, any of the, who knows who, what, what, how people are going to react. It, it, it was quite a risk. I, it, it is... It's insanity. It really is. And I, I, I feel bad. Like I, I, I was commenting on the absurdity and I was having fun with the jokes on Twitter. I was trying to figure out what it compared to. And it was like nothing in my lifetime. Like I was with my cousin, Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, he is my cousin. I'll confirm right now when Tyson bit Holyfield's ear off. And that was like, oh, my God. And I saw him scramble and write down a million jokes. And back then, it wasn't like you have 10 minutes on Twitter before all the good jokes are taken. You know, it was like 1997, I think. And so he was preparing radio bits. It was like uh, uh, Holyfield was a chocolate bunny the next day or whatever. And he's biting his ear off. And and I, I'm trying to think of like, but even that was pay-per-view. I'm trying to think Sal, of like Sal, you just mentioned one of the names, one of the weirdest things to happen yeah. up until last night at the Academy Awards or otherwise on live TV was when Warren Bay with flanked by yes. Jimmy Kimmel announced the wrong best picture winner. That was insane and surreal and whatever other words. And this is and that was dwarfed by what we saw on Sunday night. I mean, Jack I, I, Ruby, Jack Ruby murdering Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> okay, on live bigger. TV is probably number one, right? Bigger, it's probably yeah. unbeatable considering the president of the United States was shot by that guy a couple of days before or whatever it was. Is this number two? I, I, I don't know. I <laughs> said it's I hard to beat. So I, I came up with it. I came up with three things that I saw in real time that shocked me more than this. Really? Although, three. I, I, weirdly enough, I don't, I don't, I wasn't, while I was surprised that it happened with the Will Smith slap, it, as I saw Will Smith getting up and walking towards him, I'm like, what is Chris Rock doing? This man, this man is approaching him and he's not like, it doesn't seem friendly. 
I was like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have it. I was like, he about to, the definition of fuck around and find out. Well, Chris Rock's about to find out. Like Will Smith, it's like I, I don't know. It just seemed to me, especially because when you go back and look at the video, he's laughs. And then he turns and oh, he yeah. sees Jada and he finds out, oh, this is not funny at all. I was supposed to go home with her tonight. I got to do something. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was that moment. But to me, the Janet Jackson Super Bowl was Janet Jackson, uh, the wardrobe malfunction, Justin Timberlake. That to me, because I, w- I was like, I don't know, 12 at the time. So yeah. it was very much of like everybody else was shocked. And then. So and George Bush doesn't care about black people was uh right. was the other one that I had. And then um I this is like I don't want to be like a cop out, but like seeing January sixth happen on TV, I was like, yo, like, yo, turn on CNN. And like I'm watching live footage of these people. Yeah. I, that was that was like, I'm uh, like I get, yeah, I got it. I, yeah, that's yeah. I, I saw the second tower go down that that's uh, yeah of course nothing well, I was compared in, to that i was but, in the fourth grade yeah so. yeah i got it no but even the janet <laughs> yeah. jackson and the uh, george bush doesn't care about black people it was a moment and it was over and whatever then you can comment on it forever but the fact that it still lingered here uh he's in the audience for the next hour he has to accept an award for best actor um who knows what else anyone else is gonna say that that just made it different i mean i am curious to see what the ratings are it's gonna be interesting people had to right people who weren't watching until that happened suddenly did tune in and hung on the edge of their seat Mm -hmm. to see what would happen because we all knew will smith was probably going to win um for best actor there yeah i mean the most shocking one that i could think of like watching it in real time was when that one guy like he just kept pressing his luck and the whammies didn't get him in like 1988 <laughs> or there about, but yeah. maybe that one was great. On no. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that I, I don't know that they, you, you know, like that they should have put him in cuffs. I'm not suggesting that, but yes, Sal, it is bizarre. And you could tell that it went into like Hollywood production mode and you fall back on what you know. And you could tell that plainly based on the behavior of, Amy Schumer and everybody else that it was like show goes on show goes on keep on going just keep on pressing it and I don't know if Chris Rock was getting any indications I mean that's a pros pros move right to, to, to stick to the prompter and and pay it off and he had a split second of thinking about like I could now nah, I'm just gonna yeah, press yeah. forward like what, I think what, he what was are, stunned like the rest of us like I think well first of all physically what's he gonna do in retaliation sure but uh but just I, I think it was like, what, did that fucking just happen? What, what is going on? It Very was crazy, so. but Marty, like you're, I, I get the sense that you took this posture and I see a lot of people, a lot of tough guys last night and today saying like, hey, you come at my lady, you better be ready to catch some hands. And like, why nah. wasn't Chris Rock ready to, to brawl? Like he's a comedian. He's allowed to crack wise. Nah, That's what he's I'm, there not, to do. I'm not saying all of that. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying you should be you or that. I'm taking, I saw a lot of that. Like, hey. Better expect that. You you say something to my lady like that, like what? No, if a comedian saying, cracks look. wise, you're you're gonna you're gonna slug him. What the hell kind mm-hmm. of testosterone bullshit is this in society that we that this is the place we've reached? Inexcusable. It's- this weirdo Will Smith who is emotionally damaged. That's the big takeaway, and the abuse or whatever else you want to call it, like. 
the the guilty conscience of like weeping. I'm called to protect. I'm called to love. It's a vessel of love. It's a vessel of love. Jackass. I mean that that's my sincere takeaway. It's funny. It's fascinating. All that. But Will Smith is a jackass. And there was a lot of weird takeaway. There was like it was just weird to go up there and talk about how you were protecting like women and like I. I just have a problem with the idea that the only way that you're supposed to be able to detect women is by actually assaulting somebody else. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's like, ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, the premise is, all right, so, like, because, like, in the real world, like, if I go up and punch a man in the face, I'm going to – I I got the worst luck in the world when it comes to anything of that nature. If I punch somebody in the face, it's going to be on camera. Everybody's going to see it. And I'm definitely going to have to answer for it and atone for it. That's how it's mm-hmm. going to go. No matter what the per- – like, oh, everybody – I might win Twitter that day, right? But, like, that's not going to get me much because when the next time something happens, I'll, I'll just be forgotten about. Like, this is just going to be a meme that will live in infamy. But Oh, yeah. No but more was, meme. And yeah. I, don't, I don't watch these things on a regular basis. Like, these are type of award shows. If this was happening more frequently, maybe I would. But I noticed it was kind of odd even before, like, Jada Smith – Jada Pinkett Smith wasn't even a, a nominee. But, like, and I know that, like, you don't have to be a nominee to get kind of, like, you know, if you're in the crowd, like, or at least, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. in the sphere, anybody can get it. But looking back on the show in general, it had a weird, like, the, uh, the first joke that Chris Rock made was about, uh, oh, Penelope Javier Cruz. Bardem. But, right, but he said Javier Bardem and his wife, like Penelope yeah. Cruz, isn't also an actress that could have been, you know what I'm saying, That like an active actress. And then they did another one. And it was uh, it was Amy. Um, it was it was the white comedian. I can't remember her name. How right dare now. you, Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer. I was about to call her Amy the Silverman. White comedian. And I was, but uh, <laughs> it down for us. Everybody knew exactly who I was talking about. Everybody <laughs> listening. Everybody listening along too knew exactly who I was talking. about. We knew about. the Amy. It wasn't yeah. the Amy from El Camp. It was Amy Schumer. Yeah, we got. <laughs> uh, and she does the thing with uh, with Jesse Plemons and, and Kirsten Dunst. He's like, "Aren't you a seat? Aren't you a seat filler? Aren't you a seat filler?" To Kirsten Dunst, yeah. and it was like, it, "I just didn't. I don't find her funny, so I didn't know if it, other people did find it funny. <laughs> I just thought it was odd that it was like it seems like women are catching a lot of strays in this. And I was like, as somebody who does it, oh, I, I, well, okay, too, too bad. He's a comedian who does domestic humor all the time. That's what well, he always does. Men are this way. My wife is this way. This is how I feel. Sal, what did you feel about it? What was your reaction? To I, it? I, I thought it's nonsense. Listen, I was on a whatever. I'm on a bunch of text chains, and one was with Jeff Ross and a couple of comedians, and he was despondent. I mean, he's still inconsolable, and I'm not even kidding. And he even posted on Twitter. He's like, I cried when it happened. That's it. That's a death of confidence. <laughs> I know. I loved it. I got, but he's like, the roasting is over. Are you kidding me? We can't, we can't do this anymore. This is nonsensical, but I will say this in Martin, not in Martin's defense, but off of what Martin's saying, I, I'm with you, Shaq. 90% of the time, it's a comedian. Just sit there and take it. It's a joke. That's all it is. Address it later on. But there are some lines like alopecia. Okay. Cancer wouldn't have been cool, right? We all would have thought this was yeah, a different. Right. Yes, okay. Secondly, Cancer would be across the line. Secondly, Alopecia. right. Uh, secondly, if only the second half of that takes place, if he never charges the stage but remains in his seat and says, get my fucking wife's name out of your mouth and repeats it, 90% of the outrage is to Chris Rock. 
because I'm just oh, judging yeah. by Twitter right now. Because right now it's probably 75, 25 pro Chris Rock. And I, I don't know, everyone on my feed pretty much supports Chris Rock. But then you look at comments like, holy shit, wow, everyone's going, people are backing Will Smith. But if it's done just verbally, I think he's in trouble, Chris. In a way, he lucked out. Do you agree, Martin? I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Um, and I didn't think it was, I, yeah. I, I don't, I didn't think it was a bad joke. I, the first thing I asked is, is she sick? Like, is she not, does she not have, does she have cancer or something like that? Is that why she's bald? But like, right. I don't know. To me, alopecia, like, I don't know. Is it funny? Is it not funny? I chuckled, right? But at the end of the day, there's a, there's a, very much like in the handshake line after, after a game, like you're supposed to just go shake hands. Like there's a, there's an acceptable response if you don't like what a comedian says. You boo. Like, you had every right to sit there and be like, yeah. am I, am I, am I, like, yeah, could have heckled him. It was already like, yo, boo, keep on. And then you're right. If he had just done that, then you're right. Everybody's on Chris Rock's head in a way that's different. But because it's like, I, mean, I don't know, know if Chris Rock gets canceled, but honestly, like, I bet, I bet this is huge, huge outrage towards Chris Rock if it's just uh, yelling at each other back and forth. And Chris Rock's side of it would have been the same, right? Like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll stop, you know? As Chris kind Rock of. said in the moment, he said it was a GI Jane joke. She yeah. is she has a crew cut slash right. uh, shaved pretty close to to bald. He's looking at her. He is reacting to that as a comedian in real time. He makes a joke. He doesn't know mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith's backstory and her battle against alopecia. Please, it was an off the cuff remark. Whatever. If and if Will Smith, did, yeah, people love the white knights of the world. I mean, social media is filled with people who are there to defend uh, the honor of uh, of this person or that, and people will react to that because uh, po- uh, because um, society is now filled with testosterone hardos. Um, it's a joke. It was a verbal remark. That was a throwaway wisecrack. It was completely absurd that Will Smith acted that way. There is no wiggle room for him, uh, especially getting up and physically. I'm I'm not getting crazy with the assault talk because I feel like then we're getting into felonies and stuff like that. It was out of bounds, ridiculous, absurd jackassery by Will Smith, period. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like there is no other side to it. Well, you don't say that to my woman like. Yeah. You don't make a joke like what I'm not what women aren't what I mean, in a way, isn't that marginalizing women more? <clears throat> they like, oh, no, no, no. You can't tell jokes about grown up women. No, you can't. You can't. You, he didn't know the backstory of alopecia. Right. Yeah. I mean, what are we even talking about? There's no debate here. Will Smith well, the only debate acted, acted is insane. Yeah. The only debate is if you're going to slap someone, slap Liza Minnelli. I mean, she's right. Easy target. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was so many things about that Oscars. It was really after like, you know, 20 minutes, like, oh, the Oscar sucks. The Oscars like, oh, my God, we can never not watch this. Are again. you talking about the white singer? Yes, the white singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I a joke, think Marty. That was it a might as well have had Dudley Moore. I got you, but I, I didn't. I was. you going to slap thought, me? No, I did. I did. <laughs> two things I found interesting. They'll never get Beyonce to perform live uh, unless it's like the Super Bowl. Like yeah. the idea that she started the, the, the idea that the, the, the biggest, I don't know, one of the biggest, is it the biggest? I don't know. A very big award show started out with a pre-recorded, mm-hmm. uh, like, like that, that kind of made me What laugh. was that supposed to be? Were they supposed to be, uh, look like tennis balls or something? Because I, I'm assuming so. Yeah. I'm, a, right, they, 
I'm assuming so, that it was supposed yeah. to be t- uh, tennis-inspired as they walked down the streets uh, of, I say. Uh, All right. the beautiful streets of Compton, California, as Serena said, <laughs> as she started I the, didn't get uh, I didn't put two and thing. two together. You guys are right. That was a tennis ball. That was the neat. Yeah, you're right. You know, when they went to the wide shot, like the surrounding six streets are completely shut down. Like that was a production to get. Right. Did you, I don't know if you noticed that. I, I, no, I, 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 yeah. I, as somebody who, I don't live right there, but I live now near enough to SoFi where they just yeah. close shit down now to do stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I'm fully aware. Like, dang, where did all those cars that were parked in front of those houses go? Because they yeah. definitely had to be somewhere. And then adding Megan Thee Stallion to the Encanto song, I'm going to assume that she was an addition. I didn't see Encanto. Right. I don't know, maybe you two uh, speak to uh, the animated feature film category more than I can uh, with uh, the kids I think it was all. supposed to be Megan Connolly, but uh, she backed out. Is that what happened? Was well, that Megan Bailey's cap yeah. of consequences that yeah, she had right. lost was to go <laughs> yeah. and to take Megan Thee Stallion's place in the Oscars? Oh, but, they man. got it right. Encanto was uh, was the best animated film <laughs> of 2021. Yeah. I, and I have seen them all. Correct, Marty. That I was do, a huge, huge favorite. Uh, so, I do want to. I don't want a good betting night. I don't want to. I don't. I want to. I had a good betting night though. Lost best sound. Lost uh, power of the dog. I tried to get it as an upset, and I really feel like don't look up got screwed. And that's that's my actual. Uh, oh, but that was a long. That wasn't gonna. It was between Coda and Power of the Dog, right? It was, that was the. Well, yeah, well, I wanted to do yeah. don't look up for best original screenplay. Oh, I see. Hey, hey, another thing, and then I'm done. I promise. You shouldn't be able to win best original screenplay for a story like a true story. Like how how is King Richard up for best original screenplay? Like it's it's essentially an like how is it's how not is that a real story? It's, it's all well, fictional. Yeah, it must be right. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm just, I don't happen. understand what? how that could be the case. Uh, I, I what a load what? of bullshit! Will Smith gets up there and let's start talking about uh, uh, Richard Williams, the uh, protects, and that's uh, I was channeling him or some attempt to try and insinuate that there's a connection. I mean, I, unbelievable! I can't believe you're not more outraged by this. Richard the, Williams is still alive, right? I, I want to hear. He made his it take seem like it. he was dead. Well, no, he talked well, about him like he was. He dead, is still right? alive, but also oh, too, yeah. like the five kids interview. that he left yeah. in Michigan before he moved to California to get meet Venus and Serena's mom. Right. <laughs> like he's still alive too. Like the idea yeah. that Richard Williams is a great father. Like he was a really good like at motivating his daughters to be great at tennis. Now, I think yeah. we probably leave it there. All right. Well, one more thing on this, and then three more things on this, and then five more things on this because I, I don't think I'm ever done. But I, I want to put this um, rank this in terms of I just I was trying I, I actually lost sleep over this. Not that I knew any of these guys or or that it affects my life in any way, but it just um, it was such a big moment in that. I don't know if you want to say most impactful or most beloved or whatever, but Chris Rock and Will Smith, probably top five in each genre, right? Like comedian and actor in our time. Top five right in there somewhere. Sure. If, you, if you just take the arts and famous people in the arts, like this is the equivalent of like Michael Jordan slapping Bruce Springsteen and <laughs> us being and us seeing the whole thing play out from beginning to end. I just, I can't even, nothing will touch this, I don't think, right? Like Kerrigan and, and Harding, forget it. That wasn't even live anyway, really. But what the hell, what did we witness last? I think part of the weirdness, I think part of the weirdness is, is that we feel vaguely unsatisfied by Chris Rock keeping his composure and just, you know, paying off what he was supposed to do. 
you know, with his little chunk there instead of ripping into him and being like, now, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Okay, now we just looked at all the best documentaries, but let's come back to what just happened here. Yeah. He didn't then turn around and be like, what in hell? He's still just sitting there, everybody, and laid into him on some level, trying to be cute and funny around it. He just like plowed Do you think through. he regrets it? I'm sure someone will I ask him at does. some point. You think he regrets not doing one, though, maybe one more joke or something? Because I, I think, I think he handled it great. I think he handled it as a pro. I don't think I would have been able, not that I, I would have come too. back at him, but I would have been screaming my head off and then left the stage or something at least. But you think he regrets it, Martin? I, I don't know because it is the Oscars, bro. Like, <laughs> this is like the biggest, like, I don't, like, like you said. Right then in that moment, everybody's talking about how Will Smith slapped him. You know what I'm saying? Within the like you said, like 70, 30, something like that. He comes yeah. back at him. You know, you know, like Jeff Ross saying this might be the death of comedy. He comes back at him and it's not where we see. You really might have seen the death of jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you really might have seen because then everybody be like, he clearly didn't like what just happened, and you kept going and you kept you didn't like like I could see that being mm-hmm. a bigger cause to be like yo comedy's truly dead but i just right i just would have liked to see him just boo him but you know what though i don't care because that shit was hilarious like i find it hilarious Mark, you know you, you talked about, about betting. About I, I had a i had a bet on it was minus 600 i had will smith to win best act i'm like oh son of a bitch this could be the worst beat of all time maybe they <laughs> suspend the award they don't give it out or something but i was like Thank God. <laughs> I felt stupid rooting for him at that point. But when they, I think it was Liza Minnelli, I think announced Will Smith, right? Oh, no, she yeah. announced Coda. No, she announced she Coda. Announced Coda. Uh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. John Travolta and. Smart. A woman. Samuel uh, Uma Thurman, the white woman. Maybe he should have, like, yeah. well, like he could have, Chris Rock should have, like, done with the card and, like, pretending, like, open, like, the funniest Scientologist, as it turns out, big upset. It's Tom Cruise <laughs> over Will Smith. I never would have guessed that until <laughs> two minutes ago. Like, See, that's what, what I mean. I'm less sure. of a sense of humor than Tom Cruise, Will Smith. Like, what, what, where did you think you were in the world in that moment? Uh, Who did you think you were listening to in <clears> that moment? And by the way, you see Will Smith laugh and, you know, you can forgive that. People nervously laugh when you're the target of a joke, obviously. Right. I, but the quick switch that then he gets up because because Jada rolled her eyes at it and then he felt the gravity of it and had to go and confront Chris Rock. and It's just such nonsense. Like, that's, that's what I would do. You do. You better understand if you say that to, you say that to my wife uh, that there's going to be reaper. Not when there are a billion people watching on TV. That's not, that is not the time. It's unbelievable. So absurd. It really is. Sal, you're the biggest mixer I've ever known in my life. You make the most inappropriate jokes at the most inappropriate times and everybody laughs at them. Take that away for, I mean, for real. I to replace Chris Rock with Sal. Shame the devil. I don't want to live in a world where where Sal can't make inappropriate jokes whenever and wherever he wants. And you're about to win an award. You're about to win an award. Nothing, nothing clicks in your head says, all right, I'm going to take care of this afterwards, but uh, I, I still have to maintain my composure because I have to go up in 20 minutes and accept this award. It's like, now what's it? Now he has to plan. He's like, oh shit, what am I going to say? I screwed up. Uh, well, I can't apologize. That would be ridiculous. That That's that's what normal human beings would do. They would apologize. But uh, well, I oh mean, that God. he doesn't apologize. I mean, enjoy Mount Pius that he uses as, yeah. as an opportunity to say like, I'm a fighter. 
And I fight yeah. for those in my family. And I'm not going to apologize for that. And the devil came to get me like Denzel said was going to Like, what the hell are you talking about, you loon? Denzel always wins, though, right? He's always the winner. <laughs> no matter what. I, the thing about I – was, I was reading this article about how Will Smith had, like, this perfect curated Hollywood career. And then, like, he had to, quote, unquote, break it. I was half reading it, half just, like – trying to find something to do while the Oscars were on before the slap her around the world. But mm. I didn't realize it because it's, you know, it's, it's been a lot going on the last two years in case you guys haven't noticed with the whole you know, mm. pandemic and such, but he's consistently been the butt of jokes for about 24 months now from, uh, from the entanglement with August, like in the, the launch of the red table talk and then he came out with his book, and they were going in his book and talking about all this different stuff that he – I mean, now, the thing I was saying the whole time was, hey, bro, just just stop. Just go back wherever you were at because I, we were hearing about Will and Jada at a lot of different turns. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you can't just go slap somebody. That's, that's I, I, Let me just say one thing about go it. Ahead. I don't care if you're Will Smith, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene, Aaron Rodgers – I am all for. I am pretty what a, close what a to absolute. I am. I am pretty close dinner. to absolute where your right to free speech is concerned. Also, you say crazy, you act crazy, you do crazy shit. I'm allowed to make fun of you for it. That's my. That that's what I'm allowed to do too. My First Amendment right is also solid, and I believe it is absolute too. And this idea of like, hey man, I'm not gonna cut. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Act like a lunatic. I'm going to mm. call you a lunatic. Enjoy Mount Pius. There you go. Uh, right? I mean, why, what the hell are we talking about? It's, it's they, inexcusable. I Have you ever uh, heard the phrase, a hit dog will holler? Because I'm curious if you've ever been punched in the mouth or slapped in the face for saying Ooh. something that was deemed inappropriate. It seems like it's See, hitting Mar close to Marlon will take a little tag at you, I think, today. It's a good thing we're doing this over Why? Zoom. I don't understand. What do you mean? Like, I'm not allowed to crack wise? No, it's just your 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 feverish defense of Chris Rock is, is is giving me the vibe that you may have been in a similar scenario at some point in time. No, it's in, a funny in your, people in your days say all on the big people, blue marble. People say all the, people have said to me many times over the years, like I can't believe you've never been in a fight. Nobody ever takes a swing at you for the for the shit you talk. Yeah, no, because I present at some point, even if the uh, the dumb uh, offensive lineman in high school who drinks out of a pitcher instead of a glass like a normal person because he's such a tough guy and loves beer so much and he's such a party dog and he's such a badass and all that if i'm cracking wise at his expense and he can't tell is is this sarcasm directed at me i'm not smart enough to tell i want to take a swing at this guy you can tell by the smirk on my smart ass face that I'm joking around and I mean no actual malice and I don't want to throw hands with you. And at some point that registers to Yeah, but there are crazy people being. out there that maybe it doesn't register. Uh, like spaghetti, like he just took a shot at you as the dumb jock who drinks from a mug. But I did <laughs> I did want to ask you, spaghetti, as someone who dates a Jada and has um, about, what, like uh, nine months now to uh, pop the question... Would you defend your Jada in the same manner? I would not. Uh, She requested, I specifically do not defend her the same way Will Smith did. (laughs) And uh, like Dave, I've never got into a fight either. So I'm not I'm not a, a physical confrontation person. And as a lover of comedy and Chris Rock. Uh, I, I am definitely in the camp of letting comedians do what they need to do. So there would be no violence for me. 
But there the difference go. between you and Dave Spaghetti is nobody wants to fight you. You're built like a rock. You look at Spaghetti. You look at <laughs> Thank Dave. You. I appreciate that. Dave needs to have that little smirk over there so everybody knows. What are you talking about? I'm six feet tall. I'm 190 <laughs> pounds of sinewy muscle. <laughs> All right. And, uh, uh, born, uh, on a, born and raised on the mean streets of Pittsburgh. You don't want any of this, friend. Watch yourself, you, Will Smith. And did you guys Boy. see uh, Jaden's response uh, on Twitter, at least? What is it? This is how we do it. Jaden, Jaden, the son. And that's uh, how, yeah, and that's how we do it. See? We didn't know. We should have had was, a we should have had a heads up if that's how they do it. It's no idea. Uh, Tyler I am on Twitter. Turn me on to this idea. I'm listening to one of his numerous podcasts. But mm. he said one of his buddies said he never got into Will Smith. Like he was kind of a fraud. And Ever since I heard that segment, it's something burrowed in my head because after Willow Smith came out, I whipped my hair back and forth. I was an mm-hmm. undergrad at the time, but it was a very popular song. I whipped my hair back and forth, and Will was pushing for her to go on tour, and she didn't want to go, and she ended up shaving her head as a, as a way to, like, I, I'll show you. I'm not whipping my hair back and forth at all anymore. Right. And it's just ever since then, I've looked at Will Smith a little differently. They're yeah. weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's the show? The Red Table Show? I mean, like, have you ever listened to any to 90 seconds of the conversations they have? They're they're strange. It's a strange group of people. I, I'm I'm afraid to report. If if <laughs> if you assume that this is the all American I mean, it's a it's an odd it's crazy relationship yeah. the fa- that, that Will and Jada have their children as a result living in a world of celebrity for the entirety of That's their how existence they do it. has produced weird behavior from the children. So they're weird people. I mean, that's it. And they expose themselves as being exactly that. Unbelievable. Well, I imagine this will be the top story for the next, I don't know, six or seven years, but um, <laughs> not to be outdone. We uh, our March prop culture contest. You know, we had it. We basically it was an Oscar poll. Andrew Dumphy had nine right out of ten. Good job by you. Twelve got nine right, but he nailed the tiebreaker for the length of the uh, best actress award. Bad, uh, actress award. Uh, one hundred and eighty-eight seconds. He said one hundred and ninety seconds was the actual answer. So nice, Andrew. See, you get you get an award too. You get a gold cap, and we're going to be sending it your way. I guess we should talk sports, fellas. Right. Let's take a quick break, compose ourselves, no one slap anybody, and we'll talk about this tournament. Unless Hubert Davis slaps Coach K or other <laughs> or, or vice versa, then, then that's a win. All right, we're back. By the way, what should the punishment be? I was thinking about it. Juwan Howard had a missed three games. Should Will Smith have to sit out three movies? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or you could say Juwan Howard uh, slapped the guy and then went on a Sweet 16 run. Will yeah, Smith slapped true. the guy, won his first Oscar. Sometimes you got to slap somebody. I guess that's it. I guess that's. The, uh, I, I, I can't get out. I, I can't get over it. And I can't believe that people are trying to apply some nuance to this situation. This is this is one of the plagues of the last you know, less than a decade, which is the narcissism that exists in our society is do something real shitty, do something real bad and indefensible. And then when people say, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you attacking me for this? Why am I being attacked for this? I'm a person who just wants to support who's standing by my fam. 
it, it, it's jive. It's right. it, it should be we have to scoffed move on. at. I mean, Let's we don't have on. to move on. I, I know there's a lot, but there were weekend games. This is a by the way, I, I love this tournament, but this was the worst slate of elite eight games I can remember. At, some well, at least we know we had all the best eight teams left in college basketball. Oh, here we right? go, Martin. I wasn't. At least we know that to be sure. So I, that, I felt confident. I felt good this weekend knowing I was watching the best without a well, doubt. Well, it yielded a pretty cool Final Four. And if you don't like Duke UNC, you can get out of the way. You could be like um, no one and uh, don't appreciate that game. That's going to be good. Maybe not the best. Listen, if it doesn't work this year, it, it, it typically works in years past that the best teams are represented. But guess what? The Rams weren't a number one seed. The Bengals weren't a number one seed. Uh, you know, the Bucks were they expected to win the whole thing? I don't think so. I'm not even going to ask about hockey. I can guarantee it wasn't one versus one last year. But anyway, we have a compelling Final Four here. Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, Kansas. I have Villanova to win the whole thing. Ah, it bums me out. I don't think you got hurt. I, yeah, I think it you bums me have, out. Yeah, you're going to have to figure something out Shit. there. Because no non-contact injured. injury pops his Achilles right there at the last minute of the game. Uh I mentioned Duke plus 160, Kansas plus 180, Nova plus 450, Carolina five to one. Aren't you surprised but, that uh, that Nova's only at this point plus four and a half or plus four? Um, I mean, Justin Moore is not an insignificant player for Nova, so I assume KU gets to the final, and I'm with you completely. When I'm wrong, Sal, like the late great Jerry Orbach yes. did at the end of Dirty Dancing, when I'm wrong, mm -hmm. I say I'm wrong. And we and, could slap you in the face for being and wrong. And I was well, wrong. This tournament when I, 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 you know, I had to go back to my recurring negativity and curmudgeon um, <laughs> posture when it comes to this tournament. When I when when the Canes got up like six or seven on on KU, I'm like, the Miami Hurricanes are going to get to the Final Four. What, I mean, what? Well, that would have validated your. Uh, although right. I'm, I'm, I'm prob, I'm promise you, it's baseless. Based if you look at stats. I know but, you're right. But, but, but anyway, uh, yes. If Miami makes it, St. Peter's would have been a fun story. But I think we're all cool with Duke, North Carolina, right? I, that, that's got to cool be the match. Yeah. Not cool with it. I'm not cool with it. I yeah. think this is marvelous, marvelous yeah. stuff. As somebody, one of the very best things in sports is is a great rivalry. This is the best rivalry in college basketball. And under any circumstances, Duke, UNC playing each other in the tournament, let alone in the Final Four, let alone mm -hmm. after UNC went in to, to Duke right. in Coach K's farewell and whipped them. And then Coach K announces boldly, prophetically even at this point the season's not over yet and now they play each other again it's so juicy it's wonderful how you couldn't love this i don't know yeah well it's uh and also you know i asked tate frazier our friend tate frazier huge uh tar heels fan like which law which which win was would be better the one in cameron indoor stadium the last one coach k at last home game or this one in the final four and he said well it's chicken and egg without the cameron indoor win we probably we don't make it this far i think it was inspiring enough yeah. but i think this loss would be worse i think this loss would be worse right if coach k then goes on to win the whole thing i don't know duke plus 160 mm. carolina the 
long shot it at five to one. I'm staying with Nova plus four fifty. I get it. Yes, Kansas should beat him, and that's a that's a big hole in the lineup with more out there. But we saw what Nova did. That was an ugly game, that Nova Houston game. And if it didn't have stars in it and potential pros, it would have been the ugliest. I mean, I think uh, the unders went ten and two since Thursday. And I'm all for defense. We have our friend Kevin Hench and the NBA holes are like, oh, what are we watching here? I like defense. I like watching defense, but there was no scoring. Like Nova shot. 28% and one, but that's what they do. Ball fakes, good defense, good, good position to shoot. Gillespie is not even, I mean, he had one basket with like three minutes left in that game. And, uh, and they're still in, I think if they play a first half similar to Miami and then keep their cool for their second half, uh, they could, they could advance, uh, against Kansas. But, um, so Sheck, who are you saying? I'm saying Nova. I'm taking KU all the way. I think that they, you know, that that they now have a, a pretty nice edge over Nova. Mm-hmm. And um, whoever survives that Duke-UNC, how many times do we see those super, you know, I think the most recent example that you can point to is um, uh, Casey and Buffalo, that game. People kind of pointed at that and say, boy, there's going to be a little bit of a come down after that um, all-time great right. playoff game. I think that this is obviously sets up to be hugely emotional. Um, I think UNC, though, talk about who's got the pressure on them in that particular head-to-head. So I'll take KU to win it all. But in UNC-Duke, I think UNC's in the catbird seat here. Duke mm. has the pressure on, uh, on them now. They can make things right, but they were more supposed to be here. As Tate Frazier said, UNC wouldn't have been here had they not put right. that run together, including, you know, punctuated by the dominant performance in, in, in Cameron. Keep in mind, I mean, like, what was that, three weeks ago that the Pitt Panthers went into Chapel Hill and annihilated yeah. that team? It's crazy that that happened. But, you know, I, I also shout out quickly, Bancaro is, just jumps through the TV screen, doesn't he, when you look at him? He's got that. Did he slap you? Oh, no, you're, you're, you're just. Figuratively, uh, figuratively, yes. He made me pay attention. Yes, made me respect an eight seed. The, um, he's got that LeBron Shaq thing, which is, that if you put them into a, a shrink, a body shrinker, and they just like whoop, and they were six foot, they would look like normal human beings. Like ban- he's just like a guy who's got normal dimensions, but he's six ten. He's proportional, I think, is uh, the word right. I'm looking for. That right? Well, he's, their he's, offense he's is clicking like like uh, he's something. Uh, no, no, nothing is compared to this all year. Really, right? They're, I mean, they're they're on fire right now. That offense. Uh, all right, Martin, who are you taking? I'm going to go with Kansas, but I I haven't been right about anything <laughs> this whole tournament. So if that's the case, you might want to just take all the other three other remaining ones and lay on that at FanDuel Sportsbook because I've been dead wrong. about. I, I thought that Duke was going to lose in the round of 32, and I've been picking against them since. Yeah. So And I, I didn't think UNC was any good. Like you said, just three weeks ago, they got housed by a team like Pitt. So I, I, I had Kansas in my bracket. I think Kansas, you know, they have the to me have the best, the most pros left, or the most guys mm-hmm. I seem to be that are going to be actual pros. Like I know everybody thinks Colin Gillespie is going to be like a, a NBA. But I don't think he's going to be a great player. I think he probably be in the league, but I don't think he's going to be, be a, a star. bench player because he plays defense. Yeah. He'll find his way on a roster, right? I think, right? Uh, like, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the numbers. Like, uh, I think Duke. Duke's all right. So you're going, you're going Kansas. Shaq's yeah. going Kansas. I'm going to Nova. Who do you see Nova playing, Sal? Uh, well, so that's shit. I don't know. I think you're right, but Carolina could sneak up on them. They got kind of nothing to lose mentality. 
I just uh, I, I don't want to count that St. Peter's game really. I would look into it, but um, it's uh, I, and that Love played out of his mind. Caleb Love played. I, I mean, you don't really see that like an average point guard just go nuts. You'll see like you know shooting guards just have a, a crazy nine for eleven from three. You know, but what he did against UCLA. I mean, he was one for six with six turnovers against Baylor. And then he puts up like 28 in the second half, I think, against UCLA, which was a great game, which was the only real game worth anything since uh, since Friday, I think. Maybe Texas Tech-Duke. I don't even remember what day that was. But um, I guess Duke would be a two-point favorite over Kansas, just looking at these odds, if they're a slight favorite over Kansas right now. It's going to be exciting. Does Is that Sheck? I'm obsessed with ratings and Martin. I think like you, uh, Wisconsin Duke in 2015 got 23 million. Uh, and that was the biggest, uh, most widely viewed game in a long time. Um, and then, and then you have to go back to the nineties to get a 30 million. I was thinking, can Duke Carolina top 30 million? And then I'm looking, oh, it's on TBS. Why are these games on TBS? The final I, four is on TBS. I thought yeah. that, I think that's a weird 21st century thing that we see have see happen there. I, I I was trying to figure out. I was surprised that it felt like oh, most people are with me that Duke UNC is the better um, final four matchup than yeah. St. Peter's getting through. But I I do. I, you know, I liken it too. when you mentioned, and I'm not looking to disparage March Madness right now, the good times. We got uh, a juicy Final Four, so great. Um, and people enjoyed St. Peter's. But, you know, you invoke those teams like, well, the Bucks weren't the best team. Yeah, but we know Tom Brady's on their team, and we know he's a threat and everything else. Mm. The reason I find it unsatisfying is it's fun when St. Peter's is doing it, and the guy with the mustache is uh, is playing out of his mind, and everybody starts uh, be, may, being hilarious about how much you're in love with these guys and everything. But it is like watching The Bachelor. Like, you suddenly have strong emotional... Uh, um, leanings based on what you've just seen for uh, over the last four minutes. It just doesn't, it, it's, I, I, I care about sports more than, so I guess I'm more invested in them than the average person. And I guess this is the experience for the average, for the casual sports fan is you just like, you start watching in the playoffs in any sport and then you vibe to a team. I just don't, don't find, cause they're, they're all anonymous guys. Who, who, who the hell are these guys from St. Peter's? Yeah, it's cute. I don't know. I'd rather the teams that yeah, I'm but aware then you read of up on them. it and you see that they couldn't bring cheerleaders because they only had three and you have to have four. And they played in front of a crowd of like 520 two weeks ago and that they have they're on a campus that's 25 acres and produces 25,000 acres. I don't know. It's like you learn as you go along. Look, I get it. It doesn't make sense that this would yield some of the best teams year after year because there's only so many possessions in the game and it's single elimination and you have to win six games. It wouldn't make sense that that, that formula gets you to a place where you have best teams playing, but a lot of times it does. This year, it probably doesn't, but I, I still well, think we have a, a cool Final Four here. I, I don't know. For me, obviously, it's 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 style of play. Like, I wanted to – I like the way St. Peter's was going out and playing and getting in people's faces and, like, playing full-court defense. And, like, I thought uh, you talk about how good – like, you like watching defense, but, like, on Saturday, they were just missing layups. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just – you know, some of these guys are just – and they're just not pros. That's really what it boils down to, like. I'm not even trying to sit on there like, oh, I'm how can you talk about the quality of play? Like, I enjoy watching college basketball. But uh, to me, if, if you're, you're Cinderella, if you're Cinderella, it's not like a scrappy 
team that's like running and gunning. Like if your Cinderella plays like Wisconsin, get mm-hmm. them out of here. I have no interest in. Well, I don't want to watch that. Like that, I don't want to watch thirty right. seconds of passing. Like, if, but if your Cinderella is fun, like like Lob City or Dunk City or whatever that was called. Well, like in the Enfield, yeah. Florida team a decade ago. What was that? I can't remember. Florida Gulf that. Coast. They called. Yeah, them, that like, was crazy. Dunk like City. They, they were a video yeah. game to yeah. watch. My beef, my beef, as we've talked about, my bigger beef is obviously with like it's like these also ran power five conference teams like what iowa state and uh, miami hurricanes are playing each other for like that that's where it's like what the hell are we doing listen here's another thing and and i think it's more glaring when it's five on five but 90 percent of the guys 95 percent of the guys you're watching in in college football are not making the pros either so keep that in mind but i get it when it's when the floor is spread and there's only a few fellas on the athletes on the floor you get to see it. I, I do want to talk about St. Peter's for a second. They're out. Great run. Uh, we talked about why they shouldn't have been there and all that. The coach, uh, Shaheen Holloway, is projected to make 10 times his – I guess he makes 200000 now. They say he's going to, in his next job, going to make $2 million a year. Is this – um? This would be a fun little, little thing if he sucked, right? Do we know? I mean, he seems like a nice guy. He seems like – the players like playing for him. Seems like he's got his shit together, but it also seems like he lost to Siena and St. Francis and Stony Brook and Canisius and Ryder and Iona and some of those teams twice. If he goes, now I assume, Martin, when they say he's going to make 10 times his salary, he'll go to like a top 40 team, right? Is that what they're thinking? Oh, he's uh, it's supposed to be Seton Hall. Okay, so yeah, that would, some right yeah, in there, Seton, I guess, right? Seton Hall, I mean, they, they contend in the Big East, like... You know, they were in the tournament this year. I know, but what if he's no good? That's <laughs> just weird. I, I'll say I, I do he's he the easy week? guy to root for, but, I mean, to be honest, if he's no good, we'll all forget about him in three years anyway. Yeah, And then when he gets fired, it'll just be on the bottom line of the ticker, and he'll be on somebody's bench as an assistant sure, somewhere. Like, Texas I'm not wishing it for him. But like, Shaka Smart, yeah, Shaka Smart didn't yeah. exactly pan out after he finally made the move. People were begging him to make. He hasn't exactly thrived. Right. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's the same specious logic as you see in Hollywood, to, to mm-hmm. go back to Will Smith's uh, neck of the woods. Oh, no, um, my goodness. There are a lot of people... You know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, there were these development deals. So if you wrote on Seinfeld, if you were a staff writer, people would give you like $3 million for a development deal for the next two years. And it's kind of like, wait, because he wrote that one script, you assume that that means he's going to develop a hit sitcom for you for the next half decade? Like, that's... That's overly optimistic in my Yeah, but it's worse because you had to sit and write the script for months and months and months. This he had he had a good three games over (laughs) eight days. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, What I do know is FanDuel Sportsbook, the same game parlays in the NBA. Oh, my God. They give you the chance to turn a small bet into a big payday. You choose any NBA game and combine multiple bets like the amount of three-pointers made, uh, who the leading scorer will be. You do it all. Put it into a nice one big wager. Results in bigger wins. Yes, winnings, you get paid fast, top rated, easy to use, safe and secure. Plus, if you're a new customer, you can bet $5 and get $150 in site credit instantly. Guaranteed, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using pro- promo code Extra Points to bet the NBA today. Yes, do it now. Hey, I do want to say we'll, we'll get to our uh, play of the day in a second, but these Lakers, Shaq, now. 
Our last podcast, you say they're making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They lose to the Pelicans last night. I have a big bet on them to not make the playoffs. And when I say not make the playoffs, that's top eight. They may not even make the play in Martin. The no uh, for them only- to make the playoff. The no for them to make the playoffs, top eight after all the play-in nonsense, is minus seven hundred. That's the no. Can you believe this? To make the play-in is minus one thirty-five. Same as the Spurs, who are eleventh, uh, right? So they're hanging on to tenth. The Lakers. Good, Martin. Not do you, you have to make. You're the deciding factor here. Are they making just, it or not? No, no, <laughs> no. They do have- they make the play-in? No, I, I don't even think they're going to do that now because they're going to end up tied probably with the Pelicans or the Spurs. But you know what they keep doing? They keep losing. Uh, two weeks ago, I said this. Uh, Mark Gundle's first episode ever on the Lemon Pepper Parlay. He said all the Lakers got to do is just win a couple games. Why would they start doing that now? They haven't done it all yeah. year. You know what I'm saying? And the teams that are under them are trying. Like that's what I said. I said it last week. If, if Portland or San Antonio was trying just a little bit, this wouldn't even be a conversation. San Antonio, well, like Lillard's the, out. Yeah. yeah, Lillard's done. But San Antonio is gonna. They're gonna save it. They're gonna get right to that ten spot and save us of having to worry. I've hear about how the, the Lakers are fris- are frisky out. Like I'm like this is ridiculous. The Lakers are they're a bad team of old players. Shaq, it does seem like we're going to see the same thing over the next eight games or whatever. LeBron is going to, you know, oh boy, is he going to put up 50? And then I think he's going to get tired at the end and he just doesn't have the supporting cast. Now they play the Pelicans again April 1st, which is this week, right? It's at the end of the yeah. week. I don't see a lot of wins on their on their slate the rest of the way. I'm with you now. I mean, yeah. that, was, that, that was a massive swing on Sunday night for them to blow that to yeah. uh, to the Pelicans. And once again, when it is complete, because I don't want to be too wishy-washy, when it is finished, then like Orbach, I will again say I am wrong. All right, good. But I think, but I think we're doing wrong, not to say we can't do it right now. I think the much bigger NBA story is Robert Williams is out for the year. The, yes. The Celts were really, really... Right as I think in the last week or so, it started to bubble through the truth. Like, all right, they're not going anywhere. This is not this is not like a hot streak they're on. This has been half the season where they're maybe the best team in the conference. And now yeah. I, I I imagine that's kind of blown out of the water. Twenty six and six, I think the last thirty two. Yeah, and they just got. I think they were twenty eight and seven. Right, I think twenty nine and seven or something. Yeah, they just nabbed. Yeah first place which I, not an enviable position i feel like the the heat if you look at their week this past week they lost to the knicks they lost to uh who the, the the sixers without they, they lost, i know they played uh golden state without clay without dre without and steph they, they lost four games this week I they think lost people, to tyrese Maxey in the sixers right. it, was, it wasn't like Embiid and harden in the sixers like Maxey had like yes, 29 game ceiling block yeah which makes me think people are trying to abandon those first two slots because they don't know where if the Nets are going to end up seventh or eighth, and they, they got to get out of there. So I, good for you, Celtics, but I, I tell the Hench and Simmons, this is not <laughs> – yeah, everyone's Olaying. They're getting out of the way, so someone else could be first. And now, like you said, Shaq, this Williams uh, injury is massive. It affected the line like seven points today. Um, who they play Toronto, who really desperately on the other side wants to hang on to the six, so they're not in this seven, eight, nine, ten mess. But uh, yeah, for sure. So either way, go to it. Go on FanDuel.com slash extra points. Do your thing. Here's our play of the day. Actually, Martin, start us off play of the day. How did you do last week? I know 
I know I got killed. Gillespie didn't have. I think he had like one assist uh, on Friday. Uh, uh, my that the play that day I gave that day was Texas Tech. So, oh right, um, right, right. but yeah. I I hit on Wednesday, but so or I hit on Monday rather. So let's see. I'm going. I'm waffling in between the Bulls minus three and a half at the Knicks and the Kings at the Heat. And the way we just talked about the Heat. I'm going to go with the Kings plus – I had it plus 13 last I saw it. Yeah. So, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Sacramento plus 13. They're in Miami. Like you said before, Miami's been uh, – not looked great the last week. They're 0-7 against the spread in their last seven overall. The Heat and the Kings, conversely, are 4-0-1 against the spread in their last five as a road dog. 3-0-1 against the spread in their last four with the team that's a winning percentage over 600. So they cover against good teams. I know it's a road game, but it's still 13 points. And Miami has looked pretty bad, uh, pretty toxic, I'd say. And I don't say bad. They're still a top team in the East, but they haven't looked like they're getting very much along uh, in the last I think week, that's so. smart. I think that's I think a smart is a lot of Especially yeah. the way they're blowing fourth quarters. They're literally sitting guys. Like, oh, wait, we don't want to, we don't want to win this game, right? They have, yeah. Sheck, they have to do it the way you talked about. It works in basketball, I think, more than football. Because, like I said, I think the football head coach just says, we'll play whoever. But basketball, you don't want 20 teams tanking. You don't want the lottery teams tanking and the top two to avoid a set. It just gets crazy. It, it's, it's, it's not good for the sport in which – the reason, uh, and and therefore the uh, coach for the one seed and maybe even the two seed should get to pick their opponent. I think I'm still with uh, you on that. Uh, yeah, everything will work out as long as you get a good playoffs uh, out of the NBA. But it it bears repeating in the here and now. This is the worst NBA season in a long time. I just, it just think it, stinks. Uh, it doesn't seem like it wants to end either. What's going right, on? Right. Yeah, that's also true, and it's also weird that the NBA playoffs start before the NHL playoffs. That right. Used to be different, but. Um, yeah, I mean, over the course of the last hour, that line movement um, with the Celts and Raptors is pretty telling. It's I mean, like they, 10 points now. It's my, it's their Raptors are seven and a half now. Seven and a half. When we just before we got going, it was just four and a half. Yep. And now it's jumped even further there. Mm-hmm. That feels like a lot of confidence in Toronto. Um, I'm leaning Celts there, but you know what? I'm going to stick to what I know, or at least I knew a week ago. I gave you the, the Edmonton Oilers twice and both times it was a winner i'm gonna say mm. the edmonton oilers two and a half they're laying two and a half we're at that same time of the year in the nhl calendar sal right. where the coyotes are garbage and have been and they're really playing for nothing whereas mm. the oilers are still scraping for positioning and everything else coming off a loss i say uh take uh mcdavid and dry and the rest of them plus 120 is uh is the wow. juicy payout if they can win two and a half i don't know that you've given out a two and a half all year i have well did i feel like i did no Maybe i did, did. Didn't I spaghetti? Was that on uh, minus three? I did late last week and it paid out. It must have been on minus three because you've never done it on extra points. You don't bring that shit around here. That's for sure. No, (laughs) I just have. Well, that, uh, okay, so there you go. Yeah, they're minus 420 just on the regular line there. So Shaq's going Edmonton minus two and a half. Hey, there is college basketball tonight. There's men's and women's, but I'm going to go the NIT. Washington State, the Cougars plus one and a half. Uh, They're seven and one. Straight up in their last eight, they played Texas A&M. I like this Michael Flowers, 14 points, 
Three assists, I like him. I've seen him play two games. What am I saying? Uh, Double-digit wins, though, in this NIT against Santa Clara, SMU, and BYU. They're on fire. They're getting points. Final four, NIT, take them. 71-66 win. I think we've said it all, fellas. No, we haven't yet. Not till Mikey Meatballs weighs in. Is he there on the behind the glass uh, somewhere? I think he is. Where is he? Jump in here. Ricky Raquel. He's the missing <laughs> piece. Did you see him? 11 goals. It was a disgrace. He didn't score 11 goals. Come on. You're it was lying. terrible what happened on Friday in MSG. Unspeakable. Oh, we, we, got a, we had a nice little side text going, how fun that was. But Gino Malkin, Gino Malkin wasn't on the ice. And, in fact, the Pens had to play a defenseman at one of the forward positions because the right. sickness emerged so late in the day. Yeah. But what do you think? Give us a pick, Mikey Meatballs. Spaghetti and I are in no no frame of mind to make such a pick. You do it. You know, I just, I just hope both teams have a terrible time. <laughs> terrible time. <laughs> When is that game? Oh, Tuesday uh, night. Oh, tomorrow night. Okay. All right. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no line out of good spaghetti. You want to defend yourself? I know you're very excited about that earlier in the weekend. When no, I don't need to say much. It was a it was a business trip. It was they were you know they took care of business like I expected. Uh, you know Dave likes to take shots on Twitter and on shows. Take any but, shots. But, but to me, this is what I expected. I expect them to come in and and beat beat the crap out of the Penguins, which they did. They're clearly the better team. Outscored them five to two in six periods. Wow. I mean, the Penguins had they played only one half a period better than the Rangers in two games, and that was when they scored one goal and an awfully officiated game uh, a few months ago. And the game that happened uh, a few days ago is exactly how I expected it to go. So they're the better team, and this is what I fully expected to see happen in the playoffs. So I'm just going to keep quiet, and you know, business is business. We'll, we'll business be, is we'll business. Business is business. He's going to keep quiet. Though. Spaghetti's going to slap you, Shaq. I know. I know it's coming. He's going to slap you in Manhattan Beach studio a lot. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be big news. I do want to check. Well, well, maybe this is for a different time. I think it okay. is because we have to sign off. But try to think about, um, in terms of friend versus friend, team rivalry. How much? How bad would this be if the Penguins lost to the Rangers in the playoffs? Not tomorrow, but in the playoffs. Just keep that in mind. I know oh, the Patriots Steelers. I've been through it. I've been, yeah, I've been through the ringer many times. Hench, pa- Patriots Steelers, that's the one. Oh, I mean, listen, yeah, so so many different ones over the years. Penn State supporters against my Pitt Panthers. The- I mean, you had Penn State fa- friends, or is it just because oh, yeah. that was a rivalry? Okay, all right. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you say, I mean, I've had even goes back to Colts fans with Jim Harbaugh right. playing the steel. I've uh, You in the... Uh, the Cowboys a little bit. I guess they haven't played uh, nah, very many games of significance. Yeah. But, but yes. Uh, this would be up there. I mean, I, I remember I when I was big and high, I would get sick to my stomach when the Rangers would play the Islanders back in the day. Just even even though we, we thumped them, we had all those cups. It was just such a huge rivalry. There's uh, only so much bandwidth, yeah. as they say now. Um, but yeah. it is it is too bad that you're not more into it, Sal, because it, it, it really is super fun. This is going to be. A I like it, playoffs. you know. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I like it better when the when the playoffs start and get into it, it more. But uh, you know, you're right. There is only so much bandwidth. It's going right. to be great. It's going to be great, though. The, the eastern side is going to be so much fun. Let's get the hell out of here, All Martin. Right. Good job. Uh, lemon pepper parlay coming up uh, tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. You, yes, sir. Uh, it's our, a big day for me and Mark Gunnels. He, he, he dropped in our rankings there. We are not in jeopardy of picking out of the cap of consequence. Maybe it should be the slap of consequences. Can we get, can we get Will Smith to actually slap Harry or, or Brett, who are uh, competing now, to uh, come in last place? 
That'll be my mission now. I think he'll do it. I think he's going to have fun with it. But anyway, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs. Please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 